Listener Production. Put your feet up and forget about every buzzword from these unprecedented times. Pivot. The new normal. Social distancing. Your microphone is it's not on. Click on the button with the picture of the microphone. Every time. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, a bit of sad news to start off our Wednesday morning, Alex Dyson. Japanese woman, believed to be the oldest person in the world. Her name, Kane Tanaka, has died. In Japan, 119 years old, solid slog. So, born in 1903. Yes, January 2nd, oh 1903. Goodness. Can you remember, like there was so so the aeroplane was invented around about what 1912. I thought yeah, okay, possibly. I thought it was 198. Whatever. Let's what? When were the Wright brothers banging about? Here we go. Invented. Here we go. Uh, the aeroplane was invented. No, well, the Wright brothers invented and flew the first plane in 1903. Right, so the year she was born, the Wright yes. brothers were up in, first plane. up in the air. I don't even think they had any in-flight service uh, on that flight. <laughs> like, I don't think you could watch a movie or anything. Like, I'm pretty sure it was, like, yeah. some sort of pretzels handed out and that was it. And the only movies were from <laughs> ages ago when Matthew McConaughey did romantic comedies. Like, that's how Do you imagine old. they had to do, like, some Commedia dell'arte performers came out mid-flight and just started, like, miming and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, often, I often think about that, people who are, you know, extremely old and have seen, like... Their eyes have read the newspaper World War Two Begins and, like, they've seen the cars driving around the streets and the buildings that they're... If they're still alive. I, I love talking to people who have seen all of these things because it's just, yeah, how would you uh, how would you go with it? How would you relate? Uh, look, I'll tell you what. I, I don't know if I'd get there. Um, <laughs> listening to this podcast every day is going to age you a little bit, I reckon. You're going to struggle getting, no. getting to the monumental no. numbers. No, 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 no. <laughs> The complete opposite, my, <laughs> my friend. Matt and Alex podcast is the fountain of youth. Your age will remain very low. It's in order to, it, in order to in enjoy order to get it. the jokes that we're saying. You need to be extremely right. immature. Do you know what? So Matt, Do you know what? your age. To Kane, um, whilst recently being the oldest person in the world, did not break the record. That went to a French woman called Jean Louise Calment, who lived to 122 years of age. But very, you know, big shout out to Kane's family and friends. An incredible slog. Well done. What age do you want to get to? Oh, I mean, the, the hunji's pretty good. The hunji's up there. Yeah, it'd be good to get a 99.94, I want to get. Hopefully, <laughs> tribute to the Don. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy with that. Well, shout out to Kane's family and friends. And thank you for listening to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We've got a big show ahead of us. First off, jumping into some of the biggest news that was making headlines all around the... Twitterverse yesterday. Let's dive right in. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. You go on Twitter yesterday, Alex Dyson? Um, I duck in and out. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably for the best, honestly, for your for your mental health, etc. Yeah, why? What's going on? It's a bin fire at, at the best of times. But yesterday, people up in arms about the uh, purchase of Twitter by Elon Musk. Uh, did you see this news? I did. What he paid like what forty six US sixty one Australian billion dollars. Um, there's a tweet by someone at Hero Dividend said Elon Musk was able to buy Twitter because he doesn't spend five dollars on coffee every day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a few less avo toasts for our old Elon. Well, isn't it like there's that thing, 
forget the actual one, but it's if you made $10,000 every day from the day Cleopatra came to the throne. <laughs> you made $10,000 every day and didn't spend anything. Only now would you be getting a single billion dollars and he spent 46 of it on this website, which makes me feel really gross when I'm on it. <laughs> the thing is, this is what he says, he's, he's really focused on this idea of free speech. Um, so Elon Musk, this is according to a um, publication, I was reading an article from on The Guardian, said uh, Elon Musk has publicly criticised Twitter's moderation of speech on several occasions. Um, he's, he's talking about bringing back controversial voices to the platform, such as US President Donald Trump, who was previously banned. Yep. Um, Trump, mind you, did you know that Trump has his own social media platform? Yeah, there's something. Truth? Oh, I thought it was called something his... else. No, I'm pretty sure it's called Truth, and it's his own... I mean, yeah. the fact that we I've never heard of it, used it, yeah. nothing. Could you imagine the ramblings on that joint? <laughs> I can't imagine. We've had free speech in the past on everything. <laughs> and every time people end up going, actually, you know what, we're not allowed to do that. <laughs> That's why rules come in. You know, it's like me buying the Enmore Theatre and going, I'm sick of these rules. You should be able to drink however much you like and it, you're allowed to crowd surf. And the people are breaking their necks and it's just like, oh, we got to put some raw rules back in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible... <laughs> Letting people do whatever they want is truly the worst idea in humanity. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is literally never done well. Do you know what? I mean this. I really mean this. There's been a couple of times, right, where I've been like, you know what? I don't care what happens tonight. I am going to go out, son. Yeah. I'm going to just throw caution in the wind and throw myself into it. Both times arrested. All right, <laughs> now that is, that is not. No, but no, okay. wait, 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 the problem is Elon could buy the police so you wouldn't be arrested, you know. Is well, that there the you problem? Go. Is it the police that are the issue? I was reading a thread from um, one of the guys. Is it your, oh, gosh, I can't remember. No, this is terrible the, journalism. Uh, one of the founders of Reddit. Reddit, about. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he was saying Elon is caught up in this uh, this idea of free speech that actually harks back to the, mm. the 90s and where the birth of the internet was this idea that as a forum it was a great place to discuss ideas and stuff. And that's probably true because back in the 90s when you got on the internet, you did things like look at cheat codes for Mortal Kombat and yeah. um, <laughs> and find out the lyrics to Mo Money More Problems so you didn't have to press <laughs> stop and pause it and rewind and listen again. You know, that was when the internet was yeah. an incredible, beautiful place. Now yeah. it's... Horrific. It is actually horrific. And it was a place for people like, um, you know, from marginalised communities. Like if you went on, you could be really into gaming. You could be from the LGBTQI plus community. You know, you could have these forums. You start to talk to like-minded people that you couldn't do in an open <laughs> in an open forum, but to just unleash the floodgates, it's right. never good. And the best argument I always hear against free speech is like, what is it that you want to say that you currently <laughs> can't say. <laughs> and very rarely do people pick up that invitation <laughs> and start saying things because they're usually awful. 
<laughs> yeah, in those big public forums, it's like like I am completely open to amongst friends who know you know your people to ask innocent questions of like, all right, this might sound bad. I wouldn't put it on Twitter, but why is it that this is something like this? Yeah, it's like you can talk about things, but when you're out on the internet, it's like that's why people don't go. You say on the internet, I'm going to perform a terrorist attack on this place. It's like, no, you can't have free speech to say that. You're going to get <laughs> tracked down and you're going to get put in jail. And rightly so. You shouldn't be doing those kind of things. At Doink Patrol, don't know who that is, said can't really explain it, but Elon buying Twitter is huge Jimmy Pesto energy. Um, Who's Jimmy, Jimmy Pesto? Pesto? <laughs> a character from uh, Bob's Burgers. Oh. Juju at Juju says Elon Musk could have bought an Iron Man suit with $44 billion, but bought Twitter instead. At Riv Butcher said, remember like two weeks ago when Elon was like, hey, tell me how to end world hunger and I'll do it. And then he bought Twitter for $44 billion instead. <laughs> good point. Uh, wow, and then one of my favourites. <laughs> a really good point. Well, I don't know. Oh my God. Maybe those 144 characters are tasty. I think this can't be a very good investment because recently someone purchased the first ever tweets from one of the inventor of Twitter. It was Jack. Yeah, Jack. It was Jack Dorsey. Yeah. And they sold that as an NFT and it got purchased for, what, $2.8 million? Mm. Then they put it up for auction to try and get more, 280 bucks no, or something like that. It, I'm not sure well, how Elon's investment's going to pay back. Look, I'm sure Elon's a pretty smart guy. I reckon he's got an idea. There's, there'll be something. But, like, imagine, Matt, if everyone just went, mm, there's a lot of people saying really racist and somewhat violent things on here. I might delete my account. Imagine if everyone just deleted their account. What's he got? What does the man have? Well, actually, Scott Dooley was suggesting it might be time to go back to MySpace. Hey, there's a d- old Tom. <laughs> He's a guy who just he just wanted to be your friend, okay? <laughs> you could do whatever you want to do. Pip your profile a little bit. Put a cool tune on there. This guy wasn't changing elections in different countries and <laughs> inciting insurrections. Where is Tom? Where is Tom? He took the um, money and he checked out. He did it right. Yeah, the last tweet is uh, there's just this Italian Elon Musk tweet, which I don't know. I mean, it's questionable. But anyways, the tweet just said, I buy the Twitter instead of solving the world of hunger. <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's currently with 16,000 retweets. So look, uh, let us know what you think at matt.n.alex. Uh, and other than that, you can catch us on at Matt and Alex on Twitter. Happy tweeting. Bro, I don't know what it is with me. And I'm I'm some sort of magnet, Alex Dyson, to certain types of drama. Um, you are a drama king. I mean, you go off all the time. You are a king, but you're right. Drama does seem to follow your So follow I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you two stories from my weekend. Okay, I went down to Melbourne Comedy Festival. All right. Mm. Now, first story I'll tell you. I walk in after coming home from Melbourne Comedy Festival and Belinda and Sophia are there just getting ready for Sophia's bedtime. Do, what do you yell when you walk back into your house? Do you yell, honey, I'm home? Or what are you, <laughs> what's your, what's Matt O'Kine's catchphrase for returning to his family? No, but Sophia usually does say, dad, dad, and she runs down and's very excited, okay? So it's a very nice feeling. Except it wasn't the other day when I got home from Melbourne because as soon as I got home, Sophia's going, dad, dad, and Belinda says... Do you have another fight with a taxi driver? I said, <laughs> could you hear that? And she's like, yes, I could hear it. 
You just hear you two yelling at each other across the street. Wait. She heard you fighting with a taxi driver from up in your apartment. Yeah, because, okay, see, I've told you this. It, I, it, it happens to me every time. I'm at the airport. Yep. I check a rideshare service. I'm like, $70 or $68 to get home. Yep. I was like, no chance. You yep. know how much it costs to get to my place from yep. the airport, right? So it's yep. usually usually about $35, $30 sometimes on a good day. I go, no chance, okay? Hit the cab line. Jump in the cab. The cab driver... Oh. Goes always regret it. Well, the cab, <laughs> the cab driver goes. You know, it'll cost about sixty to seventy dollars to get to where you're going from here. And I said, Oh, really? He said, Yeah. You know, traffic's terrible. I said, Okay. And he said, You still want to go? I said, Well, yeah. And he goes, Okay. <laughs> you go, no, thanks, mate. I'll I'll be good here. I'll sleep sleep <laughs> here tonight. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Then uh, then I he, he goes you, to press the button. Then goes, Oh, um, actually, don't worry about it. Why don't you just give me sixty dollars and I'll, you know, we will just we'll take you there. I said, why don't you just turn the meter on, right? <laughs> so he goes, okay. And I said, then we'll just see how bad the traffic is, mate. So he presses on on the meter. We get yeah. there, no traffic, absolutely zilch. We get there, right? And, and as we're leaving the airport, I see the little toll flick up, $4.75 to leave the airport, right? It gets added immediately to the meter. Yep. So you're sitting on about $12, $13 by the time you've just gone around the corner to get out of the airport, okay? Yep. We get home. The guy's like, the meter says $35. He goes, so just make it 40 because of the toll from the airport. I said, dude, I saw it get added. <laughs> and he goes... No, it's not like that. It doesn't work. I said, I said, I saw it, bro. Just what are you doing? You said it was going to cost $60 because of all the traffic. Where's the traffic? There is no traffic. You're trying to rip me off. And he said, yeah, but the tolls to get to the airport, I, I spent $15 in tolls. I said, I don't care. I, that has nothing to do with me before I got in. That was you. You chose to come from wherever. And he said, well, if I don't care about you, you don't care about me. And I said, mate, I am trying to give you money. Why are you trying to rip us off? Right, he said, just take your bags and go. And I said, if you're having a bad day, that's fine. I get it, but don't be angry. He's like, just piss off. And so by this stage, we're yelling at each other from the thing. I'm like, I'm going to take your number. You're going to have to do two weeks of training. I've done it before, mate. He's going, get your bags and get out of here. So anyways, then I walk in the door and Sophia's like, dad. And Belle's like, good one, champ. Anyway, so that was that was drama number one, all right? Drama number oh, two. Man, we've learned this. There's a second drama. <laughs> well, I reckon we've got to uh, go have a little break, have a sip of water, compose ourselves. Mate. And then come back for Matt O'Kine's weekend part two. Because uh, it was a long weekend. I'll give you that, Matt. You've got plenty of time to accumulate drama. Um, but we'll be back with that and potentially a couple of calls in a moment. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Perfect. All right, thank you. I needed that, Alex Dyson. Good. I needed to have a breath. Okay, because I got a little bit. I got a little bit worked up, just as I did in the taxi. I just hate that you're sitting there, like that moment where you're wondering the first thing you're gonna say. Like oh, I always sit there and no. stew on that. Thing. I was like, let's just see. I was. I was like, mate, we're almost gonna come in at record price. This is almost cheaper than any of the others I've paid. Anyways. Yep. Anyways. So I'm gonna take you back to the beginning of the weekend where things were happier. All right. 
Mm-hmm. Me and Christy, KLP, down in Melbourne to do some Diver City shows at Comedy Republic. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you to all the families who came out on Saturday morning. Very, very fun times indeed. All right, but we, I'm checking into my hotel, get there on uh, Friday morning, and, um, you know, they say, oh, your room is 12, 18, let's say. I'm like, no worries. Take my card. One, two, one, eight. Yep. Walk up. Swipe the door, right? And as I'm opening mm. the door, I'm like, that's weird. Someone's left the TV on. Right, so through the crack of the door. So it's little swipe cards. So usually it's it goes green, or if it's it goes red, and it, you yeah, can you can't get in. in. But this just went straight green. So I just opened the door. I'm like, oh, TV's on. That's weird. Might be some welcome message, you know, that they put on the hotels sometimes. Then the first thing I see, just a biscuit packet on the kitchen table. I'm like, oh, what? The housekeeping hasn't even come through here yet. Then thongs on the floor. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And as I step in, I just hear this guy yelling something. But I, it was in another language I couldn't hear. And I'm like, what the what? hell? And then I realised the person's just in the room. This is someone else's room. I've just walked in on this person who hadn't checked out or anything. <laughs> so, like, I, luckily I didn't see anything. And they're like, like <laughs> And I was like, sorry, sorry. And I just closed like the door. walking into a toilet and someone's already in there, yeah. occupied. Yeah, taken, taken. <laughs> but <Yo>. remember, <laughs> remember when I went to Melbourne in my hotel room and I... I bought that magazine and started to... A long time before you became a children's entertainer, <laughs> thankfully. Well, you know, it was my first year of comedy. you going down to Melbourne, my first big tour, very exciting. And, mm-hmm. and then I got walked in on in, in the most compromising of fashions. So you're saying that this guy was, was in a very compromising... I don't know what he was doing and I know, I'm not going to suggest that he was doing anything. All I know is he wasn't expecting me to walk in. All right, <laughs> that's you know I'm the last person you want to see when you when you're doing whatever you're doing yeah. in your hotel room. So, <laughs> so what do you do then? You you go back to the front desk. And- well, I went back to the front desk. I was like, "There's someone in there." They were like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." They gave me a bottle of wine and some chocolates. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I guess that's enough." Like, thanks. Well, what time of day was it? Was it a time that? Everyone should have been checked out by then? Yeah, it was like 12 o'clock. Everyone should have... They just got it completely wrong. That's pretty early for a check-in. I know, but that's because I was um, doing shows and so my management had organised it. Anyway, look, I don't know what happened, but look, the fact of the matter is it happened, okay? And I apologise to the gentleman that was in there doing whatever they were doing, hopefully just watching TV, but if they weren't, then I didn't see nothing. Um, But we asked you, when have you been walked in on? And Laura Colson got in touch, said, got walked in on by my sister when I was about to lose my virginity to the guy she had a crush on at the time. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's spicy. That is very spicy. Brad says, I walked in on my nan on the toilet at a winery as she... Oh, come on, Brad. (laughs) No, say it. (laughs) As she was wiping, that's right. As she was wiping. Front or back, I don't know. Anyway, Sophia... Well, I don't know why that makes it so much worse. Sophia uh, texted in and said, literally last week I forgot to lock the door in a, uh, to a public unisex bathroom and a guy walked in on me. Yikes. Another text that we got from Zeroed Reese says, security walked in while I was naked trying to stop a smoke alarm that set off the block. <laughs> That's compromised because your arms are nowhere near the bits you need to cover. They're waving things around <laughs> yeah. and I bet the bits you need to cover are waving too. Jared has also said... Someone paddling a canoe caught us doing the deed at a national park gorge. Oh, I bet they, I bet they saw your gorge, Jared. <laughs> Anyways, um, Ella got in touch. Ella, uh, what's up? 
Hello. You got walked in on by some people? Yes, I did. I'm a primary school teacher and after school, once all the students had left, I thought, oh, I better get to the gym soon and the toilet is very far away at my school. So I thought, oh, I'll just, I'll just get changed at my desk. You know, it had a sort of a, you know, it was a closed-in desk. So just sitting down at my desk, I slipped my skirt down. I'm just in my underwear and as I'm about to reach into my gym bag for my leggings, a parent just pops their head in. Oh, oh. hello. Oh. Just, um, just wondering if I could catch you for a 10-minute meeting. No. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And, of course, I can't stand up. I'm literally just in my knickers sitting on my what the, work chair. Literally stays to have a conversation with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I can't get up. They just come towards me and I'm thinking, okay, if I just sort of push myself in as far as I can, they surely you know, won't be able to see anything. So, yeah, I just, I have this 10-minute meeting with a parent. No idea what we ended up talking about because I'm paranoid thinking, can I get fired for this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine if they caught you, they'd be like, have you been this like this the whole time? Like, that is, I'd be terrified. <laughs> Did they ha- have any idea what was going on? No, I just stayed there glued. And then the most awkward part was, of course, when you leave, you know, you normally, professional people would follow the guest out the door. <laughs> But I just had to stay stuck to my chair and just kind of do this long wave. Okay, bye. See you later. Hopefully there's still none the wiser, Ella. Thank you very much for that. Some say she's still on the chair to this day. So that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex all-day breakfast. Ah, hopefully by tomorrow I can just avoid the dramas, mate. (laughs) Mate, it's easier said than done, all right? But just learn your lesson. I'll be walking home today, that's for sure. No taxis for me, thank you very much. Last time I was in Sydney, like, I finished a thing and I was close enough, I'm like, I'm just going to walk to the airport, and I walked in (laughs) to the airport. (laughs) Not a really well-lit pedestrian entrance. How far (laughs) were you from to begin with? I was probably like three k's, and I was like, "No, I'll just walk." And I did that one time. I went to, I went to pick up my girlfriend who was visiting me. This is like first year of Triple J breakfast, and I jogged to the airport and picked her up, and then moved home. Oh my god! Well, saved you an argument, that's for sure. Anyway, thanks very much for listening. It's Matt and Alex. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. See ya. That's it. The all day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at Matt and Listener.